0: Three red cards, ten goals, it's all been happening at AFC Telford this week, while Shrewsbury Town prepare for the return of James Collins. All this and more in this week's pod. We'll start with AFC Telford and uh, Matt Viney's here. Um, so we started off 2-2 against Mansfield and that was quite a good point considering they only had ten men for most
1: of the game. Yeah, it was a really, really good point. Uh, they've played, played more than 50 minutes uh, with a, with only ten men. When uh, Liam Chilvers was sent off uh, for a foul as the last man on Jake Space, uh, to give them to give them their juice and to their credit, it was only really the last ten or fifteen minutes that you noticed that Mansfield had an extra man. Uh, Telford managed to uh, to cope very well, uh, and it was a fairly even second half. But all things considered, yeah, Mansfield one of the uh, the favourites for promotion before the start of the ge- uh, before the start of the season, um, and Telford managed to hold on. They weren't unduly troubled. Yeah, very good point. So it was a point gained rather than two points lost in that instance. Yeah, in the circumstances, absolutely, yeah.
0: And then that built up to another big game at the New Bucks Head on Tuesday night. And, um,
1: well, that one was quite dramatic, wasn't it? Yeah, even more eventful. Um, they, they, they had the league leaders, Newport County, uh, which was always going to be a very, very difficult game anyway. Uh, they got off to a great start in, it has to be said, terrible conditions. The ground staff did brilliantly to get the game on after the the rainfall that we've had. But the uh, the pitch was it was it seemed very greasy. Um, Kieran and Amy did brilliantly to control the ball, smash it in the top corner. Twenty seven minutes gone, they were one nil up. Uh, but from then on, it uh, it went a bit pear shaped. I think it's the technical term. They uh, they conceded a a well crafted equaliser just before half time, two minutes into stoppage time, and then a, a farcical own goal straight after um, straight after the restart in the second half. But then uh, Kieran saint Amy was sent off for a scuffle in front of the, the dugout. Which was always going to make it a re- really difficult difficult task to get anything from the game. They went 3-1 down after giving away a free kick. And then Dan Preston on his return to the side after a six game ban. Was sent off um, for a, an altercation um, in the middle of the pitch. They've now got, both, both players are out. Uh, Preston's got a four game ban because he's a second red card. Of the season, uh, St Amy's got a three game ban, and um, with their injury problems still not really showing any signs of uh, dissipating, their uh, the squad is stretched even thinner as they uh, head to Gated on Saturday.
0: Yeah, the discipline's been a bit of a problem this season for Andy Tinton's men, hasn't it? I mean, I think that was their fifth red card, wasn't it? And as you say, Dan Preston, that was. Um... You know, his second straight after coming back.
1: Yep. Yeah, uh, yeah, Andy Sinton's made a point of it. He's uh, he's been been quite frustrated in recent weeks. Um, the the first signs of indiscipline sort of reared their head in their famous win against Luton Town uh, when they had two players sent off. Finished that one with nine men as well. Uh, then again, again against Cambridge a couple of weeks ago, they picked up uh, four yellow cards in a fairly short space of time. I think two of them were for dissent, uh, and he made a point after the game of of, of saying of addressing the issue and, and saying that. Uh, he obviously wanted them to cut the needless bookings out. Um, he's again said after the, the Newport game that uh, he, he will address the issue again. He will speak to the squad about it. Um, regards to the issue of disciplinary action, he said that any action that is taken will, will be kept in house um, behind closed doors, but he certainly does plan to tackle the problem.
0: Yeah, and before we put, put that uh, classic game against Newport, well, not classic for Telford fans, but. Fully behind us. It's worth watching the highlights on the Shropshire Star website. Um, I mean, even if you're not a Telford fan, six goals and two red cards. That's that's well worth watching the highlights for. Uh, Telford then move up to they're playing Gateshead on Saturday. Uh, what's the news ahead of that one?
1: Um, that, as I said, they're uh, they're struggling. They can, can certainly get a, a 16 out as far as we know, but um, they uh, they still got a, a lengthy injury list. Obviously, they'll be without Saint and Preston. Uh, silver lining, I suppose, is that Luke Hubbins returned to action uh, against Newport County. As far as we know, he, he should be in the squad, uh, and he obviously gives them quite a lot of creativity and, and much-needed pace on the right-hand side. Um, Liam Chilvers is back after his one-match ban for, uh, for the, the, the sending-off against Mansfield. Sinton's been trying to bring in new recruits, uh, so far unsuccessfully. Um, they will be able to get, he said, a competitive 15-16 together but they're obviously, uh, they obviously really could have done without those two sendings off.
0: Thanks, Matt. And uh, we'll move on to Shrewsbury Town with James Garrison.
2: And uh, it was a point at the weekend against Hartlepool, but it could have been all three. Very much so, Todd. Uh, Shrewsbury did okay at Hartlepool. It was more workman-like performance than than uh, anything sort of really eye catching. But they've done the job. They got two one up with with only a couple of minutes to go, thanks to a, a Marvin Morgan brace, and then to concede so late on, 89th minute equaliser, that really did knock the stuffing out of Shrewsbury. They'd probably just about done enough to win the game. It was a good away performance. They'd, they limited Hartlepool to, to chances. They'd had not many of their own, but towards the end of the game, they had a three or four chances to make it 3-1 just after Morgan had scored with, with eight minutes to go. So to, to let it slip as they did late on was really frustrating. And it continued the theme of, of frustration, really, because late goals now at Tranmere, Notts County and Hartlepool have now cost Shrewsbury five points. Indeed, and uh, there was some sad news this
0: week as well, with the passing of uh, former town boss John Bond, who died at the age of 79.
2: Yeah, very much so. Um, I'm led to believe that John's not been well for some time, but a real colourful character, very well known throughout football. I had a good chat with with Fred Davis on the the day the news broke on Wednesday, and he was was upset about the news, but... Spoke very well and very fondly of the time that he had with, with John at number two to him. At, well, first as a goalkeeper under John at Bournemouth, and then as number two at Bournemouth, subsequently at Birmingham and Shrewsbury as well. So, well-respected character, very much show so, uh, and very well liked. And although perhaps didn't have the the most success at Shrewsbury, he did guide them to the a famous win over Wimbledon, which took them into the fifth round of the FA Cup. So, he will always be be fond, fondly remembered on the uh, in Shropshire for that. Indeed, and uh, this weekend then,
0: if we move on to the Swindon game, and it's uh, the return of former town striker James Collins coming back to the Greenhouse Meadow.
2: Yeah, it's a real tasty game this, isn't it? There's lots of intriguing little subplots surrounding it. As you say, Collins coming back so soon after leaving the summer, and also so soon after the Tribunal, which uh, gave for £220,000 from from Swindon for for the forward. Eventually they'll get 220, won't they? And also last season of as well, Shrewsbury went to to Swindon, won the loop, cruising. Terry Gornell gets brought down for a penalty. It's not given, a blatant penalty. Swindon win the game 2-1 and end up winning the league. And had Shrewsbury won that night, as it turned out, Shrewsbury would have won the league. I know Shrewsbury still feel a little bit aggrieved about that. So lots of intriguing little subplots. And as you say, the top of the list is the return of 16 goal scorer last season james collins
0: yeah the uh, as you mentioned the tribunal coming through this week and um not everybody was happy about that uh decision were they
2: no the shrewsbury certainly were were pretty angry with it they issued a very forceful statement last in the wake of the decision coming out i personally didn't think it was it was too bad here you know, in the market in the open market they would have hoped for more for collins had he been two three four years under contract but tribunal you never quite know how it's going to go and Hopefully, I'm sure, I'm sure if, if Collins plays 60 games, I'm sure he will at, at Swindon. Treesbury are in for, for over 200,000. So I think they can be reasonably satisfied with it without being over the top and jumping for joy. Exactly. And uh, it's definitely going to be an
0: interesting one at the Greenhouse Meadow <laughs> this Saturday. Well worth watching. And also, another interesting little subplot as we move on to non-league, and there's
2: the, the father and son management team at Hanwood. Tell us, tell us a little bit yeah, more about I'm not that Yeah, sure, I'm not sure this could have happened too often anywhere in football, Todd. Hanwood have been under the, the guidance of Phil Price and, and Mark Parsons for the last 18 months, done well too. They almost got promoted last year from West Midlands League Division 1. Mark Parsons, after last week's 3-2 defeat at home to, to Warstone, decided to call it a day. He's got a lot of family commitments, I know, so he's, he's called it a day, and Phil, Phil Price needed somebody to, to help him take it on. Step forward, Phil's son, Gary. He's going to help his dad, I think. I'm right in saying Phil's 58 and Gary's 26. So, a bit of an age range. And obviously, as I say, you won't get many father and son double acts managing at any level. I know they're going to get a few of the senior players to, to assist with the coaching. But, yeah, it was an interesting little little line to come out of our, our non-league slot this week. Yeah, it would be interesting to see whether that has ever been done before. I mean, I'm, I don't know how you'd find out, no. but <laughs> I'm sure
0: that there's been... A, you know, managers and, and sons playing. Yeah, uh,
2: oh, absolutely. But yeah, about um, yeah, them doing the dual management, I think that's probably a first. Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure we're not going to see Harry and Jamie Redknapp combining to, to <laughs> any management job near soon. So we wish Phil and, and Gary all the best. I know Gary still plays at the heart of the, the Hamworth defence and I'm sure he's got the respect of all the players as well. So it be very interesting to see how that goes. Thanks, James. Thanks, Matt. It's been
0: another good pod this week and we wish all of our Shropshire teams the best.